Hi, my name is Dr. Jeffrey T. Evans. I get you. It is tough when decisions can cause us to win or fail in life. However, we cannot stagnate. We need to open those doors of opportunity to grow and become a better person. Come and join me in Journey to the Podcast. So there you have it. You got the opening of a podcast, my first podcast, and actually I'm very new to podcasting. Uh, I have a, I wrote a book that basically gave some advice on what to look forward to before you embark on a degree such as a doctorate degree or a PhD. It's basically a self-help genre type book, but it's a book to help you understand and the, the decision that you're making and how you can navigate that, that uh, process once you've made that decision. Going for a doctorate degree is no joke. It's, it's, it's a hard process. It's made hard on, on purpose. It takes time. It takes patience. It takes a lot of perseverance. Uh, they don't make it easy for on purpose because if they did, everybody would have one. But they do it so that it's a it's a, a well-earned and achieved goal in, in the uh, educational um, pyramid. And for you to achieve that goal, it takes a lot out of you. So let's start off with why did my journey begin? Okay. Uh, basically, I started the course on a whim. Uh, I had really no idea what I was getting myself into. Uh, in the book, I talk about what was going on with me at the time. My son, who was in his 30s, uh, didn't quite have things lined up on what he wanted to do with life. So we went for a long ride. We had lunch. Uh, we spent some time walking around the mall and just talking, having a good time. And basically, the whole conversation was about where you go from here. How do you set up your life? to succeed? How do you do things, set goals so that you have something to succeed? And uh, what do you want to do with it? So for me, I had no intentions. I was 52 years old. I had no intentions of going back to school. I had achieved my master's degree. My uh, my employment was was not getting close to retirement, but I could, I could, uh, I could start talking about retirement. So my game plan was to uh, get my son already to go to school and uh what i ended up doing was convincing myself to go back to school so that particular day we i went back to my uh where i was living at at the time and uh i jumped on the computer it was late saturday night i found this email i had received from the university of phoenix i took that email filled out the necessary questions on it and i sent it in on monday morning literally when i was getting out of my car going to work i got a call from a counselor from the university of phoenix and uh, they, they obviously talked to me about, are you ready to embark on this this degree? And, you know, have you done any research on it? Yada, yada. Uh, really, I hadn't. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I knew dissertations were were gigantic writing, were gigantic papers, and that they took a lot of work. But I didn't know much about it. I didn't know about the curriculum I was trying to get into. It was healthcare administration. Um, I was at that particular time, I was the director of public health at Naval Hospital Camp Pendleton. My job was to make sure that I had five departments under me, that they all had the financial backing they needed. They, I used to, I mean, my job was also to help them make final decisions and to represent them on the board of directors. The degree that I was aiming for would give me a little better knowledge of what all the rest of the directors at the table were talking about. You had a director of medical, medical uh, services, you had a nursing services, you had financial services, you had uh, uh, surgical services, you had, uh, you know, so you had other directors that spoke of different things other than prevention and, and public health. And by learning public health administration, I would get a pretty good insight as to what others at the table were talking about. 
So anyhow, I went ahead and filled out the paperwork. And next thing I know, I was in what we call the, uh, what they call the boot camp class. And that boot camp class was basically a time management class. They, they hit you with a bunch of assignments. It was a three week course. You had to get those assignments in on time. They did it on purpose to see if you were going to manage your time to get those, those courses done correctly and get them in on time. And I, I survived that. And then I went into my uh, didactic work, which is about 30 courses, 30 courses, didactic courses, and uh, maybe maybe 20. I'm, maybe maybe I missed it a little bit. Maybe 20, 25 courses. They were uh, eight-week courses online, and you had four residencies, where you, three residencies, actually, uh, that you had to actually go to Phoenix and uh, meet with your instructors and whatnot and discuss how you're going to put your dissertation together. And then the second part of it was putting your dissertation together and, uh, and presenting your dissertation Dissertation for University of Phoenix is a five-chapter dissertation, and uh, you have to you have to defend it, uh, oral defense at the end, and then you finish the course. For me, it took about six and a half years, and in my book, I talk about patience. You got to have a lot of patience because you don't have control of, of the dissertation process. You may be an A student, but at that particular level, it doesn't make that much difference. So. So anyways, um, in the book, uh, the main purpose of that book was, is how to make an informed decision, how to make that, that informed decision to uh, to change your life. Because once you get into a, a curriculum like that, several things are going to change. One is your social interaction is going to change. Your social interaction is going to go to zero. Um, you're not going to have much social interaction. If you got young kids, you're not going to have a lot of time for those young kids. If you're in a relationship, you're you're partner in your relationship might not understand why you have to study so much. And so it can cause a lot of issues uh, financially. Um, it's You got to pay for those courses. Of course, it's about 2,500 bucks at the time I, I went through. So I'm not sure what they are now. It's been, I graduated in 2016. So we're talking almost, uh, what, eight years, nine years. I don't know what, is, what it costs now, but I'm sure it hasn't gone down. So you're, you're, you're making a large financial decision. You're making a decision that's going to affect your life immensely your work life your social life your family life and those decisions need to be looked at very seriously and someone needs to tell you about those before you get yourself into it um i had a friend that had two two young kids at home and and i uh, was a single parent and we talked about her going to school needless to say she's a very uh strong-willed individual she did finish her doctorate degree a couple months ago she sent me a picture of her with her bro bond and with her, uh, with her, uh, uh, you know, with her degree in her hand. And I was so proud of her. She, she, she challenged herself. She was able to maintain a family, family life and, uh, and finish her degree. So next I'd like to talk a little bit about venturing into what I consider to be challenging and conquering the unknown. Um, going into this degree, I didn't know how much reading it was going to take. I didn't know how much time it was going to take to uh, to do my papers that I had to do. I did a master's degree, which was similar to that, and uh, and I was successful. But my master's degree was in the brick and mortar. I actually went to the to the uh, classroom and sat in it. I didn't know how an online course was going to be, so that was a challenge to me. My strangely enough, my first night, I checked in at seven thirty, and I sat there in my room, and there was nobody talking to me. My computer was basically staring back at me. And I was thinking, wow, this is strange. I'm in class right now, but nobody knows. You, it's a, it's a different environment. It's, a, it's a, it's a self-paced, challenging environment that I had to get used to. I'm sure most students out there now are, are familiar with, especially after the uh, COVID pandemic. 
but I got used to it and it took me a little while. But once I got the hang of it, I actually would rather do it online than to go into a classroom and sit down because I could do it on my own pace. And, and I really enjoyed that. I knew I had time limits. I knew I had, you know, word counts that I had to have responses to and they had to be done at a certain time. And I was able to uh, figure it out pretty quick. That first course went pretty smooth and things worked out pretty much for, my, for me after that. The research part of it uh, is, is what can I say, ad nauseum. You deal with a lot of research. I, I have never looked up so many articles in my life. I think my, my uh, dissertation has over 240, 250 references in it. So those are things, those are references that I had to read through to make sure that they, they had what I was looking for. That was the 250 that made it to the paper. There was probably another 150 to 200 that, that I looked at that, that I couldn't use. So you do a you do a copious amount of research. You do a tremendous amount of research, and so uh, um, that was a tough part of it for me to get used to. But once I got used to it, again, once you get used to a, a routine or how things are done, it's easier to follow back in sync with it. Um, so basically, like I said, venturing into it, the challenges, conquering those challenges, conquering the unknown. All of it heads towards a decision on what you want to do, and again, conquering the uh, uh, excuse me, considering the journey is basically talks about that decision, how you come up to that decision. Next thing I like to talk about is a little bit about commitment. What what when you get into a program that has that much taxing on your time, on your your physical being, with your social being, your your environment that you live in and work in. Um, you have to be committed to make it through. There's a phrase in the doctoral world, it's called ABD. It means all but dissertation. Those are students that have, or doctoral candidates that have gone on to do a doctorate degree or a PhD that did all the academic work, but have not finished their dissertation. There's a lot of people out there, I'd say one of every two people that go into one of these programs don't, don't make it. Now, I'm not based that on research. I've never really looked it up in terms of uh, I want to cite a research for it. I mean, cite an article about that. But I have looked up, uh, I have gone into uh, Google Scholar and looked at a couple articles based on dissertations and based on completions uh, percentages. And I it's about 50%. So the commitment has to be there. So question I ask about commitment then is what drives that commitment? What What drives you to accomplish that? You know, if you're a marathon runner, you know you got to do 26.2. There's no, nothing. There's no way around it. You got to do 26.2. I got some friends. I, I did 30 years in the Navy, and I've got some friends of mine that uh, were in the SEAL team. And uh, one of the things they told me about going through basic underwater demolition school, finally, uh, finally called BUDS, is that you have to be committed to finish the course. You're going to be there for six months. They're going to throw everything at you except for the kitchen sink, and they're going to throw five kitchen sinks at you. And they're going to test you physically, mentally. Um, they're going to test you beyond whatever you've ever been tested in your life. And there's a purpose behind it. And what they've all told me, every one of them, I've, I'd, I'd say I know about five or six of those guys, have all told me that commitment to get through was what got them through. They had to stick to that commitment. So with that commitment comes motivation. What, a mo mo what motivates you to stay the course? Once you get into the course, What's going to motivate you to keep you there? You know, you know, if you put yourself in the military training and buds training, you're getting beat up really, really bad, and you're starting to wonder why am I here? Why, why am I doing this? And you ring out. They have a good saying. They, they ring out. They go and ring the bell, and they're out of there. They're done. So 
what would cause you to get to a point in a doctorate program where you don't want to finish? Why you you want to go ABD? Probably well, there's, I can go into a whole other topic on that, but there's a there's a there's a number of reasons why that happens. But a lot of times the journey, the doctoral journey, will really test your uh, your commitment for why you're there, because it, the dissertation process is is very hard. You have three committee members, you have a, a chair that oversees your work, and you're sending your your writing to all three of them. All three of them are telling you three different corrections. They're, you're giving them a paper that's got about maybe 10 pages. They're going to give you back 200 corrections. And you might not agree with 150 of them. So, you know, where's that decision coming from? And then you might feel like, why am I doing this? They're just beating me up. One of my colleagues told me that she corrected her dissertation over 30 times near the end. Near the end now, not during the dissertation, but near the very end. It took about 30 times, and she eventually called her chair and said, I'm not doing it anymore. And the chair said, okay, no problem. And she graduated. So they had thrown at her, thrown at her, thrown at her, thrown at her, thrown at her. And she finally decided, okay, I can't do this anymore. And decided that she wasn't going to do it. And when she talked to her chair, they came to an agreement. Myself, uh, when I finished my dissertation before I submitted a completed dissertation, I had five chapters that were completely written, references, the whole nine yards. And I, I literally thought about dropping out at that point because I didn't care less if they, they approved it or not. And the reason being is because... I knew it was going to get kicked back. I didn't know what it was going to get kicked back for, but I had corrected a million times and I, I really didn't want to tolerate another kickback. But I kept on going. I kept on going. And in the book, I talk about perseverance. You got to have perseverance. You got to have priorities and, per and perseverance. You got to decide on what you're going to do. And there's no other way to do it. There's only one option. You know, failure is not an option in this case. So uh, in this, in this uh, motivate, in this commitment section, and let me talk a little bit more about about uh, what you find out about yourself. You know, you just like a marathon. I've run one marathon in my life. Never thought I'd ever do it. But I found out about halfway through it, there's no reason why I should stop now, even though I could barely run. My feet were hurting, my knees were hurting. I had cramps in my thighs that I didn't even know. I had muscles that could cramp in. And I kept on going, kept on going. So you gotta, you gotta find out about yourself and who you are and why you're doing it. And I believe me, there's going to be times in your doctorate degree, your PhD, maybe even in your master's that you're going to say, why am I doing this? I'm, I'm taking time away from my wife. I'm taking time away from my husband. I'm taking away from my time from my kids. I'm not doing too good at work. And I'm doing all this work. Do I really need to be doing this? And those are the questions. Those are the times when your body or your mind or your psychological uh, senses go against what you're trying to do. And it's going to be tough to keep on course. It'll be tough to keep on course sometimes. So you got to really decide at the very beginning of a of a commitment to finish a degree, why you're there, why you want to finish, why you're taking this course in the first place. And you got to stick to those. You got to stick to the plan. If you don't stick to the plan, you'll be ABD really quick. You'll be have spent a lot of money and uh, and have nothing to show for it. So you got to really be uh, pushing for this. OK, let me talk a little bit about the, are you goal oriented or do you procrastinate? Um, there's there's doers and then there's talkers, sayers and talkers and doers, whatever. But you you get you understand what I'm saying. There's people that say I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna go on a diet. Okay, well that's fine. Go on the diet and do what the diet tells you to do and lose some weight. But there's some people that just will talk about it and they'll procrastinate, procrastinate, procrastinate. So if you're goal oriented and you decide that you plan on you like challenges, you like goals, you like achieving goals then maybe it's something like this is for you, considering the journey would be something for you. 
or should I say the doctoral journey would be something for you. If you're not as goal-oriented or you you take a serious look at yourself and realize that you have not really put the time in to achieve a goal that you weren't sure if you were going to be able to achieve or not, but for some reason you backed down and didn't finish it, uh, guess what? Um, it might not be for you. It might be a reason why you never finished it. So if you are going to be a procrastinator or a goal-oriented person to finish, the biggest thing here is to be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself and take a look at what you're trying to do and are you going to accomplish this goal or not? Are you going to finish? In my in my book, uh, actually it's the second publishment, uh, publishing of my book, I made a chapter, I put in a chapter about what do you do with the doctorate degree when you finish. I'm not going to tell you what the book says, but that's something you need to consider as well um, on why you're trying to finish this degree. Don't spend $200,000 just to put doctor in front of your name. That's not the reason why you do a doctorate degree. I have some friends that I really believe believe that, and they were willing to do that. I wasn't. I didn't. I didn't want to spend that kind of money just put doctor in front of my name. So, you got to really uh, decide on what you want to do in that goal and push to to persevere and to uh, to finish that goal. So, along with goals, one of the things that you might want to look at is setting realistic goals. Now, if you're if you're struggling in school, you know you went did your associate's degree and maybe your bachelor's, and you struggled with it, and you're, you're considering doing a master's, um, you got to look at it, is that realistic for you? You just your your wife just gave birth to your, your your youngest son. Your young son is six months old. Your other child is two years old, and and you know you're gonna have to spend time at home. So the question would be, are you going to spend time in your degree? Are you going to spend time with your family? You know, what's it going to come down to? When I was working on my bachelor's degree, I took four courses one time at night. And that was four nights a week, uh, four hours a night. And I also worked. I also had a family. And, I mean, literally, my wife looked at me one night like, like you know, you must not love me anymore. She just didn't understand how much studying I had to do to keep up. And uh, they wanted to go to the beach one day. And, and I said, no, I'm, I'm going to stay home because I'm tired from studying last night. She got a little upset with that, which I understand. And uh, her and the kids left. They got in the car and drove off. What did I do? I went into the living room. And I laid down on the couch for a minute because I was so tired. Well, she decided to come back home because she forgot something. Caught me laying on the couch. Oh, my goodness. That was that was kind of rough. And and what reason I tell you about that is because that's the particular time that... that uh, I needed her on, on board with me 100%. And sometimes that 100% is hard to get from anybody because the commitment is so strong. The commitment is there. So, but it's got to be a realistic goal, one that you think you can achieve. Um, they have a little saying, how do you eat an elephant? How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time, okay? Um, you, can't, you, know, you can't gobble the whole thing down at once. You just got to take it one step at a time. You got to be patient and you got to be goal-oriented and you got to be committed. And it's got to be realistic. Okay, another question. I mean, another topic I like to talk about is success. Um, success, it doesn't. It's, it's not a one term fits all. Okay, success is a term that is defined by the user, the person, the individual. Uh, in other words, you know, you may the success for you may be to walk a mile around your neighborhood every day, and you maybe have not walked in ten years, and you're scared to walk up this hill. But you go out there and you 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 bite it off one step at a time, and that whale you're gonna get you're gonna eat that elephant. Trust me, you get that elephant down. 
and you work up to it. You take a few days. Uh, you work. You walk so far one day, you turn around, and come back. You walk so much further the next day, you turn around, and come back. The next day, you walk a little further. The next thing you know, you're beyond that point of no return. So you continue to walk, and you eventually will get to that goal. And you and you, you take your time, and one day you're going to define success as I walked that mile. Okay, for a person that is a, a distance runner, you might say a 10k. You might say a 15k, a 5k, something like that. That may be defined as your success to finish that. So you got to define what success is for you and think about what it is that you're trying to accomplish, what you're trying to achieve. And when will you be successfully achieving that goal? What is it, what, what is it for you to, that you need to do that? And I say it's not a one term fits all because not everybody has the same type of motivation. Not everybody has the same drive. This, the goal may be the same, but it may be, you know, it may be a 10K. It may take one person uh, six months to get to that goal. It may take another person three months. It may take another person nine months. Okay, so each person has their own limits, their own uh, um, pace that they can they can do something at. And you have to consider all that. So you have to define what your success is. Okay. Um, one thing I learned about uh, going towards my degree was to surround yourself with like type people. You know, you've heard that saying, eagles soar with eagles. If uh, if you're not a drinker or a smoker and some of your closest friends are drinkers and smokers, you're not going to enjoy your friendship too much because you don't do the things they do. So if you want to learn how to run, you know, that mile or walk that mile or you want to learn how to run a marathon one day or to run that 10K, you might want to surround yourself with people that are goal minded. You might want to surround yourself with people that like to run. That can help you, assist you with, with your running techniques, assist you with your breathing, assist you with how to how to bite off that one bite at a time. Um, so, uh, again, if you're pursuing a degree, uh, I did it kind of individually. I did it by myself. I didn't have any friends around. I didn't have any any light friends that were going through the same process. I had a few friends that I could talk to when, when the going got kind of tough. But they weren't in the same curriculum or they weren't, I mean, they weren't doing the same things I was doing. So I would say in life, basically surround yourself with like people. Uh, if you're around goal people, goal people that achieve goals, you're going to eventually be one of those type of people. And when I was growing up, I always thought that hanging around people that were older than me was a more of an advantage than people that were younger than me. Uh, probably, probably not a good idea now, but I looked at that and said, if they could, you know, if I could achieve the things that they're achieving at their age, at the age that I am, then that would put me a little bit ahead of the ball game, And that was the reason why I looked at it that way. Okay, let's talk about it. Let's kind of bring it back around to my book, okay? So I put the book together. And my goal was to publish a book. My, my big goal was to walk into Barnes & Nobles one day and see my book sitting on one of those, one of those tables you know, uh, a new bestseller or something like that. That would be one of my goals. You know, I, I don't think I'm ever going to get there, but it, nevertheless, it is a goal that I have. And, and, and I also wanted to publish a book. When you do a doctorate degree, one of the things they say is that you should get published. You need to try to get published one day. Um, and I'm not sure if they were talking about a research type paper or a scientific paper or what. I, I, I took that definition as being something like a book. And so I, that's the reason why I wrote this book. I wanted to get published. I wanted to have a, a, a book, you know, out there somewhere that I could uh, that I could call my own. Again, let's talk a bit about commitment. I, I put that in the book. Push through until you finish. You know, write it. Write that book. 
It takes one one sentence at a time. Sit down and write. Put your mind to it. You can do anything you want. Uh, one of the questions I get a lot of times is how long did it take me to write my book? Um, I honestly can't say I remember exactly how long it took me. I would say maybe about a year because I didn't have everything written, uh, everything in my, in my, you know, my head at the same time. But what I did was I had two other people that were going to help me write the book uh, about their experiences as well. And one was teaching five classes, so he was really busy. The other one, she was teaching as well and had a job. So they didn't have time to really put things on paper. And I understand that. I have no problem with that. So I went ahead and wrote the book. So to my advantage, I look at that book as being an easy book to read. It's only 76 pages. It's a short book. You could probably do it in one one sitting. You could do it in maybe two sittings. Um, and it's, it's kind of one of the books you throw in your briefcase and keep around. So when you get the motivation, you know, you need to you need to step up your game a little bit or you need some motivation. That book can help you do that. You know, you go back in there and say, OK, well, this 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 guy did it. And he tells me about his trials and tribulations. I'm seeing the same trials and tribulations myself. So that was part of my goal in, in putting that book together, uh, make, it, make it short and readable. Um, then I looked at it and my goal was attained. I, I sent it off to a publisher one day. A couple weeks later, I got I got a couple books in the mail and I, was, I jumped for joy. I finally finished uh, my goal, my personal goal to get my book out there. My last set of goals is to get uh, recognized through marketing and promotions, which I would tell you and be the first to tell you it, it's it costs some money. It's kind of expensive. Um, again, it wears on your commitment. Is the commitment there to finish? Do I have enough money to finish? You know, things like that. Um, the big, big goal now is to get into a, 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 a traditional publishing company. And uh, I'm, I'm on the brink of doing that right. I hopefully doing it right now. I'm working on that right now. And uh, hopefully that'll come through sometime soon. Okay. Again, um, last thing I want to talk about is when do you consider your goal attained? And again, that, that, that comes down to how you define success. How do you, what, what are you looking for as your end state? Is your end state going to be what you want it to be? Are you going to be able to accept if it's not what you want it to be, would you be able to accept it? Um, is it something, are you in the ballpark? I mean, it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be exactly what you want it. Uh, it's, it's, it's going to be something similar, but it won't be what you want. I have a little saying also, like when you write a dissertation, your goal might be the same way. You know, you might plan on building a house and end up building a boat. You know, you don't know what's going to, sometimes you don't know what the end state's going to be or end game is going to be. So you want to be as close to it as possible, but you want to be able to be flexible in the event that you might have to change something along the way. And I guarantee you, um, well, writing a dissertation, I had a game plan from day one. My game plan must have changed 10 times before I finally came up with what I wrote my dissertation about. And needless to say, the, the interesting thing is the topic of my dissertation that I finally uh, took to to my computer was, given to me basically in a conversation with my cousin and her husband and my mother. We went to a restaurant in uh, my hometown of Buffalo, New York. We sat down, we ate, we talked. And during that conversation, I mentioned I was working on my dissertation and what I was going to do with my dissertation. And my cousin's husband said to me, why don't you do, why don't you interview this group of people? And that was a lot different than what I had planned. And if you look at my dissertation now, if you go up in uh, ProQuest and you find my dissertation, guess what? That's what my dissertation is about. That's exactly how my dissertation was written. So my boat changed into a house or my house changed into a boat. And I was flexible enough to understand that. I rolled with it. I rolled with the punches and everything came out pretty good. I can't complain with it. So uh, be flexible. Be willing to uh, 
accept failure along the way, but change failure around. Uh, I'll talk about it in my next podcast, but I have a thing called the Tan Philosophy. I'll talk about that. And uh, I think that's pretty much. I think I covered pretty much everything I wanted to cover in this podcast. Again, this is my very first podcast. Uh, I've got a little bit of of a sore throat, um, so I may sound a little heavier than I normally do. And uh, this is my first shot at it. And I've got a couple more scheduled, about 11 more scheduled. So I hope you tune in again. My website is www.com drjtevans.com if you get a chance look it up take a look at that book okay all right everybody i really appreciate you taking the time to listen to me and you all have a good day and take care now i'm off follow journey to podcast with dr jeffrey t evans on spotify and apple podcasts get a copy of the book considering the journey through amazon and other digital channels worldwide or visit www.drjtevans.com.